In the modern day church, there's a lot of questions about who Holy Spirit is and what he does. And a lot of people have a lot of great answers, and there's a lot of interesting conversation about some outward expressions of Holy Spirit. However, what if we told you that there is a deeper work of the Holy Spirit that takes place on the inside? Today on the THP Online Community Podcast, we're going to talk about that. Welcome to the Online Community Podcast. I'm Dallas, your media pastor here at The Healing Place. I'm so glad you guys get the play button on this podcast, wherever you're listening at, whether it's be uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're getting this podcast from today. Thank you. Thank you for taking time to listen and be part of our THP online community. Today's podcast is the audio from our online worship gathering, where actually I uh, took some time to talk about Holy Spirit and uh, something specific about what he does. This message is different from what took place here on campus where our lead pastor, Scott Etheridge, shared, which is one of the reasons why I'd like to encourage you guys to come be part of our online community, but also be part of our on-campus community because sometimes there are some things that are a little bit different. Pastor did preach on the same verse, but we had it in a little different way of attacking uh, the concepts and what is being taught through this passage. Again, the THP community is much larger than just a podcast, but also it's much larger than just what takes place on Sunday mornings. We have a lot of things happening here at The Healing Place. One of those things, which I'd like to invite you guys to be part of, is what we call Thursdays at THP. Basically, we're asking you, if you are thirsty for the things of God, come be part of what God's doing here on campus. Starting this Thursday, we're going to have campus open at 6.30 for prayer, noon for prayer, and then at 7, we're going to have intentional Bible study where we're going to be leaning into the Word of God. Again, this is all day on Thursday, so come be part of what God's doing here. That being said, I hope today's message encourages you and challenges you. I hope that it really stirs something up inside of you. And by the end of this message, if you need prayer, if you would like for us to, to maybe help you take a next step, maybe you have a question you'd like for us to answer, reach out to us. You can email us mediahub at thpstreetport.com or you can reach us on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just look for THP Shreveport. Show notes will have all those links down below for you guys. All that being said, let's get into today's message. Good morning, THP Online community. Thank you for inviting us to wherever you're at this morning. It's been a great worship gathering already as we've been leaning to the Lord. So thankful for our worship team for creating an atmosphere of worship, an atmosphere for us to encounter the Holy Spirit and let him to really guide us through what God has for us today. All year long, we've been talking about God's promises, promises found throughout the scriptures that when applied appropriately and in context, guys, they help us take our next step with God. They, they encourage us, they move us forward as Holy Spirit begins to minister to us through these promises. Last week, Cassie Hammond of the Hub uh, Urban Ministries here in Shreveport, she brought a great word about how hope can come from suffering. And guys, that was a challenging word. If you haven't heard that word, I want to encourage you, please go back and check that. It's on our podcast. It's on our YouTube channel. Go and, and really dig into that word and let it really sink in and help you to grow and take your next step with God. Today, though, our, our passage, our, our promise of the week deals with Holy Spirit. But before I get into it, I'm going to ask you a question. I really want you guys to think about this question. And I want my moderators to do me a favor. Put this question in the chat. What is the purpose of the Holy Spirit? Type that in the chat for me real quick, okay? And I want you guys to understand, as Pentecostals, when I say Pentecostals, I mean people who believe that the things that took place in the, of Acts chapter 2 
can take place today. That's what we, that's what the term Pentecostal means. But as Pentecostals, we tend to lean into the conversation about the power of the Holy Spirit to to do certain things, the power to heal the sick and make the blind see, the the power to um, to to as Paul put, it, speak in the tongues of angels and men, the power to have words of wisdom and knowledge, the power to cast out the demonic, and specifically to preach the gospel. But the power of the purpose of the Holy Spirit is far more than these outward demonstrations that are meant to draw and point people to Christ. Again, that's the point of those things. There's no other reason for those demonstrations but to point people back to Jesus. But the purpose is greater. There is another great work that the Holy Spirit does, and it's a work that takes place in you and in me. So let's look at this week's verse, all right? It's found in John chapter 14, verse 26, and it says this, But the Helper... The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Now, in context, this is Jesus. He's in uh, the, it's the Last Supper. He's talking to his disciples, and he just dropped the biggest mind bomb of all times. He's about to be betrayed. He's about to be handed over to the authorities, and they're really sad. So this is a word of encouragement. This is a word of going, hey, look, you don't need to be mourned. I'm not leaving you alone. When I leave, Father, the Father is going to send the Holy Spirit, and he's going to do some things. He's going to do some things for you. So let's talk about that. Here we see the Holy Spirit as someone meant to come alongside us to help. Remember what is he called? But the helper, the Holy Spirit. That's part of the job of the Holy Spirit is to help us, to come alongside and help us, to teach us. Now, I believe that the he teaches and helps us the most by the third thing listed in this verse. That is, bring to your remembrance. That is the uh, one of the biggest ways Holy Spirit uh, ministers to us, how he helps us. Type in the chat, bring to my remembrance. Make it personal. Bring to my remembrance. That is a major job of the Holy Spirit. Now, when we are in our profound times of need, like the like the biggest times of need, Holy Spirit reminds us about the words of God uh, and what it says to do and not to do in certain situations. When we are confronted with false teachings or presented with difficult passages to understand, Holy Spirit leads us and teaches us um, through discernment and illuminations of the scripture within the context of that passage. That's how he teaches us. That's how he helps us. Not, again, not that these are automatic downloads. It's not like you open the Bible and all of a sudden it comes down to you and just understand things. You have to do some work. I wish it was that way. There was an old TV show I saw, and it was uh, this dude built this robot, and the robot just looked at it and scanned it, and it was good. And then the robot looked like a person. It was a, it was an interesting show. It was dizzy. I don't know, but <laughs> but that's not how it works. We have to put the effort into reading the scriptures, and Holy Spirit teaches us through it. He illuminates the scriptures as we do these things. But there are many more ways the Holy Spirit helps us and teaches us. Today, however, I want to focus specifically on how He reminds us. See, God's word tells us a variety of ways how Holy Spirit reminds us of certain things. The first thing we'll talk about is this. God's, the Holy Spirit reminds us on God's view of sin, righteousness, and his judgment. That's the first thing that I want to talk about that Holy Spirit reminds us. As Christians, it's easy for us to have the habit of a church life. You know what I'm saying? It, to come to church and, and to lo- or to log on to an online worship gathering like you guys are doing, stamp our spiritual time card and move on. All the while, becoming numb 
to the things that God really wants from us, the things that he wants for us. Again, habitual Christianity is a, it's, it can be a downfall, not just for society, but for you, just paying the habit of being a Christian. This is where Holy Spirit comes in. John chapter 16, verse 7 and 8 says this, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away, for I do not go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. See, the conviction of the Holy Spirit doesn't just leave when the unbeliever becomes a believer. Holy Spirit is still there ministering. He's still speaking. He's still drawing things out of us. Holy Spirit is continually reminding us and and, and convicting us of how God views sin, how he longs for us to walk in righteousness, and how his judgment is impartial, how he judges the worst of us, and the very best of us. Holy Spirit is there constantly reminding us of these things. Why? Well, because as we are reminded of these things, a stirring should begin to take place in our spirit. It should drive us to strengthen our walks with him. It should remind us to have compassion on, uh, on people, just as Jesus had compassion on the people when he saw the crowds. So that's the first aspect I want you guys to understand that the Holy Spirit's reminding us. He's reminding some of you right now. Right now, as you're listening to me talking, just the things I've talked about, being convicted of sin, being reminded of the righteousness that God has for us to walk in, or even his judgment over certain things, there's a stirring taking place inside of you going, man, am I, am I walking in righteousness like I should be? Have I allowed sinful things to creep in? Have I been humbled by his judgment? holy, righteous judgment, and has that caused me to have compassion to those around me? That's the purpose of Holy Spirit, stirring these things up inside of us, stirring you right now. Now, the next thing the Holy Spirit uh, reminds us of is a big one, and that is your identity. Put that in the chat. Holy Spirit reminds me of my identity. Remember, make this personal, guys. Make this personal for yourselves. Holy Spirit reminds me of my identity. Romans chapter 8, verse 15 and 17 says this, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit, that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. Holy Spirit doesn't do anything halfway. I need you to understand that. He doesn't just do one aspect of life. And sometimes when we focus on Holy Spirit, we focus on just one aspect of him. Uh, he is a he does all kinds of stuff at the same time. While he works to stir us to better ourselves, he also works to remind us of our true identity in Christ. 
Far too often people step outside of their identity because they feel like they can't live up to what God has called them to be. There's a fear that takes place in a person's life where they go, man, God, you have all this for me, and I just don't know if I can keep up. I don't know if I'm worthy of this, what you have for me. And we begin to have a mentality that it's a victim mentality to a degree, but it's this mentality of like, I'm just not good enough. I'm not good enough for this walk. But remember, Holy Spirit comes alongside us to help. He doesn't take over. He helps us. He to, uh, to he, um, But we have to put the work into it to grow. And he's there with us every step of the way helping us to do this. He's there every step of the way reminding us what God says and helping us to take our next step with God. But we have to put our feet to action. And as he does this, he reminds us that you're doing this because of who you truly are. You are a son and daughter of God. That is who you are. And he's constantly reminding us of God's love. Why? Because he's literally, like, that's it. That's one of his jobs. Romans chapter 5, verse 5. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through Holy Spirit, who has also been given, who has been given to us. As we walk this thing out, again, the enemy will try to trick us and go, oh, you're not good enough because of this, this, and this. No, don't let that enemy speak to you like that. Don't let that lie take root. Holy Spirit is there reminding you're a son and a daughter of God. Don't step out of this identity. It may be difficult at times, but the Father is there with you. Some people, they struggle with this because perhaps they have a bad idea of what a father is. Perhaps it's a life situation. Maybe you, you had a dad. Your earthly father wasn't the greatest, and so you felt like you had to earn his love. You don't have to earn the love of God. You don't have to earn the favor of God. But as a child of God, there's a change that has to take place in our lives. There's a change that begins to happen. And as Holy Spirit stirs inside of us, as we encounter Holy Spirit, we realize that there's things in our lives that we need to shift and we need to change and we need to hand over to him. I want to share a quick story with you guys. Years and years ago, when I was a young man, I was young in the Lord. I had anger issues. I was an angry little dude. I mean, I was, I was very angry. And if you know my story, you know that I have, I had every right, earthly right, to be angry. I had every reason to be angry at the world and to and to be the way that I was. But as I dug into what the Father had for me, I was like, "This isn't right. This is not who I should be." And I don't want this anymore. I don't want to be angry. I don't want to carry this burden anymore. And I'll never forget, one day, I was here at the church. We're having new service, and we were happened to have a new service in the, in the main sanctuary here at the church. And if you ever come visit us, 8957 Kings Road, come hang out. Um, I will show you the spot, the exact spot I was in that sanctuary, where the Lord really did a work in my life. I remember sitting there, I'm praying, Holy Spirit, I need help. Holy Spirit, do a change in my life. Holy Spirit, please transform me. I don't want this anger. I don't want this violence that's inside of me to come out. I need help. And as I begin to pray that, Holy Spirit began to, to fall upon me. I felt a trembling in my body. I felt Holy Spirit begin to do a work inside me. It was a spiritual surgery that was happening right there in the sanctuary as I leaned into God. From that point forward, and you can ask people who know me now, they can't imagine me being an angry and violent individual. They can't imagine me being the things that I used to be because in that moment, Holy Spirit did a work. But here's the deal. A lot of people were looking for a quick one-time fix, but that's not how it works. 
Not always. See, we're called to encounter the Holy Spirit, yes. And it's something we call baptism of the Holy Spirit. And this is a great and a fantastic thing. But we're also called to, be con- to continually encounter the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 13, verse 52. Again, this is the book of Acts. The disciples are moving. There's a lot of stuff taking place. There's a whole family that's getting saved. Gentiles, people who didn't even know who God were, was, are being saved and being baptized in the Holy Spirit. And out of this, it says this in verse 52. And the disciples were continually filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. As we continue to lean into Holy Spirit, allowing him to remind us of the teachings of God, there is a shift and a change that takes place in our lives, but these only happen if we're willing to lean in. It only happens if we're willing to continually be confronted by Holy Spirit, be continually be willing to humble ourselves and go, Holy Spirit, do a work. Move inside of me. Make a change. These things can only happen if we continue to lean into him. But there's a change that takes place. Galatians chapter uh, 5, verse 22 to 23, lists out some of the fruit that takes place when we've encountered Holy Spirit. Now, I wanna, we've said this several times here at the church before. It's not fruits of the Spirit. It's fruit singular, meaning we should be examined. These are all symptoms of the one thing. We've experienced Holy Spirit. But here's what it says. The fruit of the Spirit is love, Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. When we encounter Holy Spirit, this fruit that I just listed off becomes become evidence. Sometimes it's a little bit more one way than the other. Sometimes we, we've, um, we're really good and really strong in one aspect, one flavor profile, if you will, of the Holy Spirit. And sometimes it's a little weaker. And we're having to, to really work and to grow and to, to become what we're supposed to be. But these changes, this maturing only takes place if we lean into the Holy Spirit. As we lean into the Holy Spirit, not only do we ex- exemplify these fruit, but there's also other things that take place. As we lean to the Holy Spirit, there should be a drawing to be in the Word, to be in prayer more. But really, like, like engage, focus. We don't need to necessarily be like, like I, I, I'm guilty of this. I'm going to tell you this right now. Go back to my Instagram, Instagram feed. I'm guilty of this. I've set up like my, my Bible, my Kindle's like, oh, morning devotionals, check, right? You know, that's fine. Whatever. Do it. Maybe you have an encouraging word out of it. Mazel. Do it. Rock it out. However, we should be so focused on the word and prayer, we don't need to worry about making a social media post about it. And this is drawing that takes place. But like I said earlier, though, this isn't like a instant switch and you're just doing it. Holy Spirit comes alongside you, and he helps you. He walks with you to make these things, changes happen in your life. You have to put in the work. You have to go, I'm going to be determined to be in the word. I'm going to determine to be in prayer. I'm going to determine to live a supernatural life and to work on growing the fruit of the Spirit in me. Holy Spirit, help me to do this. Stir up inside of me, yes, but I'm determined to make these steps. So we got about four minutes left on the clock. That's right, I've been timing this because this is what the Word has for us, but I don't believe I need to preach a 10-hour sermon for you to understand this. Holy Spirit has some things for you. And he wants to remind you of who you are, your identity. He wants to remind you God's view of sin and righteousness and judgment. He wants to remind you of the good things of God, but the things that you can be as you walk with him. And he wants you to encounter him in a real way.
Some of you, you're watching right now and you're, you're, or you're listening to it on the podcast and there's a stirring taking place. For some of you, you're like, Dallas, I just need Jesus. I, I have not experienced him. I need the salvation of the Holy Spirit. I've been convicted of my sin. Holy Spirit's doing work. I need, I need, I've been convicted. I need salvation. We're going to pray with you right now. If that's you, you're like, I need salvation. Put it in the chat right now. My moderator's going to pray with you. If you have maybe, maybe want some extra prayer, you reach out to us. Emails, mediahub at thbstreetport.com. For some of you, you've been convicted by righteousness and you just need help. You need some accountability. You need to take your next step. And you're like, Dallas, I need help in this area. Put it in the chat right now. Right now, put it in the chat. Literally type it out. For some of you, it's the judgment of God that you've been convicted of right now. Holy Spirit's reminding me of how God judges the good and the bad. And you need God to break your heart to give you compassion for the world. If that's it, you're praying for compassion. Put that in the chat right now. For some of you, you just need an encounter with the Holy Spirit. You need Holy Spirit to do a work that's specific beyond everything, I've, anything else I've said. And you need to experience Holy Spirit. You need baptism of the Holy Spirit to take place right now. Guys, well, I want to pray with you. Put in the chat, I need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Emails, I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray with you guys here in just a second. For some of you, though, it's just that you need the Holy Spirit to stir up in you, but you need to, to take responsibility. You need to take the responsibility to walk it out. I want to pray with you. I want to encourage you. If you need help, you need a Bible plan, reach out to us. Mediahub at thbstreetport.com. We're going to do this. So I'm going to pray. I want you to pray with me. I'm not just praying for you. You pray with me. Take response. This is your first act of responsibility. This is your first next step. You take the responsibility to pray as I pray with you. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're doing a work right here, right now. That you are moving, you're shifting, you're stirring in the lives of individuals right here, right now, and you're causing us to make decisions. You're, you're causing us to go, I'm either going to ignore what God has for me, or I'm going to walk it out, and I'm going to be responsible for what I have before me. Father, I pray right now that your grace abounds greatly in us. Your grace pours over us as we lean to the Holy Spirit. I pray for those who have been convicted of their sins, that Lord, that they will lay those things out. They pray, Holy Spirit, they, they pray to the, the Father to forgive them. They go, God, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of these things. I repent. I turn away from them. I want to live righteously. I want to live the way you called me to live. I pray for those who they're struggling with their righteous walk and they just need some guidance. Holy Spirit, I pray you begin to guide them. Convict them of, of what's right and what's not right so they can be righteous. I pray that you break the hearts. Holy Spirit, break our hearts for the lost. Break our hearts for those around us who don't know the Father. Let us have the same compassion that Jesus had for them. Holy Spirit, I pray that you begin to remind us of our identity. Lord, that we're, we're, no, we're in the physical. We're not good enough. But in Christ Jesus, we are sons and daughters. And you're doing a work. You're maturing us. You're going, taking us through the process of sanctification so we can be what you, God created us to be. And I pray for grace as we do these things, as we lean into the Holy Spirit. Father, I pray for evidence to take place right now. I pray for supernatural evidence to take place of the of Holy Spirit taking a work in their lives. Holy Spirit, thank you for the work that takes place. We thank you that the Father doesn't leave us half done. That he continues to work and continues to move and continues to shape us and mold us and make us who we're supposed to be. And we pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for being part. And we're about to go into another time of worship. And I want to encourage you, don't log off. Don't check out. Lean in. Holy Spirit's doing, doing a work for you guys. I want. There's an old word. It's called tarry. It means to wait, to wait on the Lord. I want you guys to tarry on the Lord for a little bit, okay? I want you to lean in as we worship together. The worship team is going to, to play some, some music right now.
that's anointed and the Lord's in it, but he's with you right now in your room, in your car, in your office. And he's saying, hey, take a moment and listen to me. My team can pray with you. Leave in the chat. Let us know. Email us, mediahub at tastebeachreport.com. But for now, let's worship God.